Welcome to the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. I created this podcast to inspire you to walk boldly in your Christian faith. Each weekday, I will talk about scripture and how these verses can relate to your everyday life. Spending time each day with the Word of God is a great way to fortify your faith. I'm so glad to have you along on this journey. Let's get started. The title of today's episode is Famine. The scripture verse is Amos 8, 11 to 12. The time is surely coming, says the Lord God, when I will send a famine on the land. Not a famine of bread or a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea and from north to east. They shall run to and fro, seeking the word of the Lord but they shall not find it. Does it feel like you are in this famine? Does it feel like you have plenty to eat and drink, but you could use a little more God in your life? I know a lot of people that are struggling right now. I heard from a woman the other day that's still looking for a job. She has been looking for a long time now, and she said it's so hard. She said that at this point, she really needs a miracle and that it really tries your faith when you're asking for something for such a long time and you don't see any answers. I wish I could say this person was in the minority, that most people I knew were doing pretty good and not struggling too much. However, this isn't the case. Everywhere I turn these days, I seem to be running into people that need a miracle. Cancer seems to be everywhere, and it seems every day someone else I know has a loved one that just found out they have cancer. There are also people struggling to either find a job or at risk for losing the job they have because of all the controversy over the COVID vaccination right now. Then there are those that have been praying for things for so long that it's hard to remember when they weren't praying for them. And yet, it appears there's been no answers. They feel these desires have been placed in their hearts for a reason. And yet it's hard to keep hoping for them when they haven't seen any signs. There's even a possibility that their desires will come true. I say it appears there haven't been any answers because maybe there have been. And we don't know because we don't understand the answers. God is a mystery and sometimes he does things and we think they make no sense at all. And then years down the road, we have an aha moment and it all makes sense. Why are there so many people struggling right now? Why are there so many people that feel like God is not talking to them? Or they feel like they are in the famine that God is talking about in this verse? Why do some people get to hear the word of God and others don't? I wish I had these answers for you. I wish I understand God's plan and could relay it to you. Unfortunately, he is the only one that knows all the details. I do know that God doesn't want us to suffer. Father Mike is always talking about God's permissive will versus God's perfect will. God's perfect will for all of us is to never sin and that there be no suffering in the world. God doesn't like to watch us suffer. He loves us and wants nothing but the best for us. However, sin did enter the world, and so God does permit things to happen to us and he does allow us to suffer. 
What can we do while we're suffering to make it easier? I think there are a few things we can do. First, I think we can praise God. We can thank Him for all the things that He's doing for us, even if He's not doing everything for us. Even if you've been praying for one thing for the last 20 years and He's not answered that prayer yet, I'm sure you can find other things that He has done for you. Do you have enough food to eat and a roof over your head? You can thank God for that. Is your health okay? Are your kids okay? You can thank God for that. What else can you thank God for? Luke 16.10 says, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will be dishonest with much. If we show God we can be faithful with what we have, he will trust us with more. Second, we can keep asking him. When we've already asked God a million times for something, we can be tempted to stop asking. We can take his silence as a no and just give up. I think this is a mistake. There are numerous times in the Bible when God lets us know he likes our persistence. I've talked about the woman and the judge several times. Another example is found in Luke chapter 11, verses 5 to 8. And he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived, and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is a friend, At least, because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. God wants us to keep asking. He doesn't want us to give up. Maybe he's waiting to see how much it means to us. Maybe he wants to know how long you'll keep asking for it. Third, we can spend time listening. Instead of just praying for what we want and going about our day, we can stop and ask God what he wants. We can ask him if we're doing what he wants us to do. Are we living our lives according to his word? Are we living the life he wants us to live? Or did we take a wrong turn somewhere and then miss the detour signs to get back on track? It can be really hard sometimes to make the time to hear the Lord. Our lives are so busy and full of distractions. If we want to hear the Lord, we need to set time aside for him. We need to quiet not only our minds, but our environment too. We need to silence our cell phones and step away from the busyness of our lives. In the Bible, when it talks about Jesus praying, it often says he went off to be alone or he went up to the mountains where he could be alone. Matthew 26.36 says, Then Jesus went with his followers to a place called Gethsemane. He said to them, Sit here while I go there and pray. Another example is Matthew 14:23. After he had dismissed them, he went up the mountainside by himself to pray. Jesus knew it was easier to hear the Lord when he had less distractions. Are you giving the Lord your full attention when you're spending time with him? Are you spending time with him to try and hear what he has to say? Is it possible that you aren't hearing the word of the Lord because you either aren't seeking it or you aren't going off to a quiet place where you can hear it? The Lord loves you. 
He wants to talk to each one of us. He wants to have conversations with us. We are his children, and he is our Heavenly Father. He doesn't want us to suffer. If you feel that you're in a famine of God's words lately, try to spend some time this week going off by yourself and just sitting with the Lord. You don't have to say anything. If you've never done this before, I think you'll be amazed at how amazing it can feel. One thing we say at prayer group that you might find helpful is, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And then we just sit and listen. Give it a try. What do you got to lose? Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless all those listening to this episode today. Lord, you are so amazing, and we want to hear your word. Please don't hide it from us. Lord, help us to make time for you. Help us to go off by ourselves and listen to what you have to say to us. Direct us, Lord. Please help us to find comfort in our circumstances. Please provide those that are struggling with not only the peace they need, but also with the strength they need to keep pushing forward. Give them the grace to keep having faith even when it's being tested. Lord, we love you so very much, and we're so very thankful for all you do for us. We ask all of this in accordance with your will and in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. Thank you also to those who are participating in the 10 Weeks to Be More Like Jesus Challenge. I sent out the first email last night. This week we will be focusing on love. The email had a link to an article titled 87 Ways to Be Kind and Loving. I will place a link in the show notes in case you're interested in learning how to be more loving this week. I will also put a link in the show notes in case you want to sign up for the challenge and get the emails delivered right to your inbox. As always, I look forward to spending time with you again tomorrow. Have a blessed day. 